0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, In this episode, going to continue uh, with my weekly uh, uh, episode discussing UConn Husky football, Um, normally I have my good friend Justin Brissett on the show with me and we discuss things in banter back and forth but uh, Justin has uh, asked to uh, take a little time away to just uh, figure things out uh, get get everything squared away that he needs to get squared away and and uh, he's gonna be off Twitter for a little while Uh, so I know all you guys love talking with Hawkeye 282 um, but for a little time, you just got to take a little bit of time away. And, and if anybody understands that it's me, I had to do that right after Christmas time. I, I went down a little bit of a dark path for a short time and um, was able to get get out of that. Uh, thankfully, to the grace of God, my family, my church, and, and to be quite frank, all of you guys who listen to this show and give me so much positive encouragement, I always feel the love and support from... Everybody who who listens to my show regularly, and especially Husky Nation, you guys are the best. But <clears throat> I I think we all should just take a little time here, just to pray for Justin, and just pray that uh, the Lord gives him clear clarity, and uh, that, that everything would be okay. But so I, I'm just going to do it right now. I'm just gonna just gonna pray for him right now, Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Uh, we come to you, uh, just giving you all the praise and glory, and just giving you the thanks for for everything that you do for all of us. Um, you provide for us, you give us everything that we need. Um, you never give us anything that we cannot handle Lord. Um, I I pray for my good friend, Justin Brissett right now, as he's, uh, going through some difficult times, I pray that you would just give him a clear mind, a clear heart, a clear conscience, and you would just be with him and walk with him as he's going through, um, this time right now. I pray that you would just, um, give him strength, Lord, and just let him know that that uh, he's loved and cared for by many and that uh, that that you would never give him a situation you cannot handle, Lord, that he cannot handle, Lord, and uh, pray that he would turn to you as, as myself and all of the listeners and everybody out there, Lord. We, we all need you. Uh, we all need you to be the guiding light uh, to our hearts and our minds and our day, and uh, again, we just give you all the praise and glory of uh, Heavenly Father, Amen. So, uh, going to go into now some of the things we're going to discuss on the show. I just, I just felt like I needed to do that. Um, I, I appreciate everybody uh, for for that. Um, I'm going to our final breakdown um, uh, for the special teams unit. So uh, we'll be I, we'll be complete with uh, breaking down each position and each unit on the team after after this episode here. Um, some great commitments that we just got. We just got four commitments uh, since our previous episode last week. Um, pretty amazing week for the UConn Husky football program. Have a little bit of update on uh, Taquan Roberson. So excited to uh, let you guys know about that. Um, then a, a couple questions from uh, listeners. And then uh, we, we have to discuss a little bit um, the recruiting aspect in the Big 12. Uh, just have to discuss that a little bit. Excuse me. But uh, let's go ahead and just I, – I I'll go into the update on Takeon Woberson. I think that's something a lot of people are going to hear. Um, of course, those who those, – everybody in the Husky Husky Nation knows. I mean, Taekwon went down with a uh, very significant knee injury, obviously. ACL tear. Um, first game of the season in the first quarter. Um, really, really was unfortunate as he won the starting job. And everything and obviously in the spring he wasn't able to do too much because that's a quick quick turnaround but we have seen um some pictures floating around of him um and in, in just in video of him uh, throwing it a little bit and doing some things <clears throat> and Jim Mora told uh told us that Taquan will be ready when it when uh fall camp starts he'll be ready he's gonna be ready to go he's gonna be right re- he's gonna be a Full participant, it sounds like, and he'll be he'll be ready to get at it. And this QB competition is obviously very, very significant. I mean, it's the the, the number one position on the team that everybody looks at. I mean, you're of course looking at um, the quarterback situation, and Zion Turner last year, just a true freshman, came in did did as good as he he absolutely could have. I mean, you're you're asking a true freshman to go out there um, and run a Division One college football offense at a high level, a brand-new offense for everybody, and the other injuries that transpired. And, I mean, Zion did absolutely everything he could have, and and I'm personally proud of him. And, and, I mean, obviously everybody wants to improve, and I know they will. Um, so, I mean, looking, looking at things from the quarterback perspective um, – I'm. just going to give you my personal opinion on this situation. I mean, um, <clears throat> one of the questions we got, if it comes down to Zion and Fagano at quarterback, if the competition's even, um, who 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 would we go with? <clears throat> I I think that's a really interesting thought, and and <clears throat> I guess if it's me personally, I go with Zion because he has played against that Power 5 competition, and I think he deserves that opportunity since he started almost every game last year to uh, <clears throat> have the opportunity to go out there and prove that he's the number one guy. Obviously, um, we the competition is is between Zion, Joe Fagano, Taekwon, Wilberson, it seems. Uh, Tucker McDonald and Brandon, Brendan Zermeno are, are, are in on this as well, <clears throat> but... I agree with the listener who asked the question that if if in fact it's an even competition between Zion and Joe Fagano, that that you would side with Zion because of his experience playing at uh, the FBS level, playing against P5 programs, and, and the games that he played last year are very meaningful. <clears throat> Obviously, Joe Fagano knows the system pretty well from being with Coach Charlton back at Maine, so there's that. All I'm going to say though is I'm excited to see how this shakes out. I think having this competition is huge for all the guys involved and for the football program because iron sharpens iron. As many of the players that I've interviewed, they've all said the same thing, iron sharpens iron. And it's and it's so true. It's not just coach speak. I've said it a million times as the coach, but it's not just coach speak. It really isn't. When you have solid players competing against each other, you're only going to get better. It's going to rise the level of all three of these guys, all five guys that are in the quarterback room are going to rise to that level. And and if they don't, then they're obviously not going to win the job. Um, and I'm personally very excited to see the potential of Taquan Roberson healthy back on on the field, seeing what he can do for the offense. But I also understand that nobody understands an ACL injury more than I do. Okay. I've been there and done that. And, uh, this is, it's, it's a significant thing uh, that he's got to come back from. But, but like coach Morris said, um, to, to, uh, Justin and myself, um, that he'll be ready. So I'm really, really excited to hear that as, uh, we, as we haven't really heard per se what, what was going on with that situation. So I can give you that. Thankful. Th- that's obviously fantastic news for Husky Nation that we're going to have a full slate, full healthy slate of guys moving forward into fall camp. Um, going to continue now talking about the uh, the recruits we obviously just landed. I'll get to those four guys, um, but I just want to talk on the the we obviously have gotten some big time recruits. I mean, we got a four star quarterback uh, rated by ESPN, um, which is. Fantastic, obviously, um, and 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 the the recruits in the Big Twelve. I mean, you're getting players like the quarterback that we got, Cole Wilver, from Texas, and and you have to connect the dots. Obviously, why why would a quarterback from Texas be going to UConn? Of course, the Big Twelve rumors are swirling and everything, and and I think we all kind of see what's happening here like we all understand like this is probably a foregone conclusion and it's and it's gonna happen we just have to wait it out uh for some reason we have to wait it out and and just when it's announced it's announced I, I could see by big 12 media day something really coming out definitively but i mean the recruits are being told about the big 12 i think that's very apparent by the guys that we're offering and the guys that we've got to commit. I think it's very apparent that the recruits are being told about that. And even the recruits have come out and said that as well. I mean, it's, it's, a, uh, I mean, it's not rocket science to connect the dots on that. Um, but I, and I know that the whole big 12, uh, topic is a gray area for some people and it's splitting the fan base in, in a lot of ways. But at the end of the day, we all have to unite over this it's it's going to happen. Let's just say say what it what it is. it is. It's going to happen, and it's just us as a fan base, we all got to come together and unite over this and support the program and the team and all the athletic programs um, over this and just follow and cheer the Huskies on in every aspect that we can. And I know Husky Nation will do that, but we, we just need to unite over this and uh, just accept... Uh, the, the fans that are against it need to accept that it's happening. And the fans that are overjoyed by it happening, well, it, just be excited about it. So let's go to and look into those those uh, commitments now. I, I, I mentioned uh, quarterback Cole Wilver from Argyle, Texas, uh, going to Liberty Christian High School down there. He, he is a three-star on uh, rivals, but ESPN has him as a four-star quarterback, the 12th-ranked quarterback quarterback. In uh, in the ESPN rankings in the country, a top 300 guy. So ESPN is, is really high on him. He's 6'6", 200 pounds. If you haven't seen the film on him, you need to look him up. This kid can flat out throw the football. He's got a cannon for an arm. Really, really excited about this. Chose the Yukon Huskies over offers from Arizona State, Colorado, Colorado State, FAU, UTSA, Washington State, and Western Kentucky. So beat out uh, a couple Big 12 teams and some other big names there. I mean, just this is a big, big-time addition. And I know Husky Nation was elated when we saw this uh, come out last week with, uh, with the addition. Um, just really sets this recruiting class up to be um, one of the best in program history, if not the best. Um, and and I know that this coaching staff is working their tails off to get these guys, and and I do have to say, uh, Coach Charlton was is obviously ecstatic about getting Wilver, um, and and told me that he comes from a fantastic family, he's a fantastic kid, and he's going to be a guy that Husky Nation loves and is going to cheer for, and, and just just a, a really really good kid with. Uh, Christian morals. And, and I, I'm super excited to see this kid moving forward. Um, he's going to, he's going to be a good one. I have a feeling just watching his film. He's got everything that you want out of a pocket passer, but a cannon for an arm. I mean, an absolute cannon um, next on the list uh, the same day, actually maybe an hour or so later, we got a commitment from three star tight end Clemens Richter. Who's from Germany. He's going to uh, the Berkshire school in Massachusetts Six six two thirty. So another big tight end, uh, something that UConn has, uh, has obviously, uh, made a priority by looking at some of the tight end, uh, commitments and tight ends that we have on the roster. Now there, these are big, big guys. Uh, Clemens Richter chose the Huskies over offers from Texas state SMU, Eastern Michigan and North Texas. Um, Side note, I've noticed that Eastern Michigan offers a lot of the guys that we offer. I don't know why there's a connection with that. That's just me looking at a lot of the offers that we made. I always feel like, not obviously not everybody, but the majority of guys we offer seem to have an Eastern Michigan offer. I Like I said, I don't know what the connection is there. Maybe other than the fact that I'm from Flint, Michigan, and Eastern Michigan uh, was a school that I considered coming out of high school for sports so maybe it's my fault but nonetheless we go going back to Clemens Richter a, a big body tight end um, we, we we've seen to have done really well offering the getting European players on our roster um, and really excited to see how he does moving forward um, this, this again really really big in 66 230 that is a big tight end. Uh, next up we got a uh, three-star offensive lineman uh, Duran McLaughlin sorry uh, from Park Ridge New Jersey Park Ridge High School 65 270 um, obviously he'll bulk up uh, to play on the line but he's got that size that you're looking for out of the offensive line and had I believe it was 33 offers Um he chose he, – he visited Coastal Carolina a week before he visited Yukon and committed to UConn. Um, so the big-time addition because Coastal has been absolutely killing it this year uh, in the recruiting as well. So his some of his offers included Coastal Carolina, Eastern Michigan, Air Force, Army, Buffalo, uh, JMU, Kent State, Liberty, UMass, Navy, Ohio, Old Dominion, Temple, Wake Forest, and Western Michigan. So – Excited to see um, this young man moving forward Uh, again a three-star offensive lineman. That's a big big big-time addition for us Um, And he should do fantastic things for us We're obviously gonna be losing a handful of guys in the next year or two um, to the NFL I might add Um, So we're gonna have to add some pieces some strong pieces and McLaughlin is that next guy in line And then just recently we got a commitment from safety john morris he's from fairfield connecticut Um, uh, in-state guy you always love seeing those commitments 62185 he held offers from the service academies air force army navy and a plethora of fcs programs in the northeast so a really really good addition there again you always love to see the in-state guys stay home i think i think we all know that the staff has really made that a priority and uh, we've seen that moving forward. And, and I know that there's a big camp going on this weekend at UConn, so I could see the potential. I mean, I know we're gonna have more offers out there, but there could also be, it'll be interesting to see if we get a commitment or two or, or more out of this. I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes out of uh, camps this, this weekend. But just looking at UConn's recruiting class right now for the uh, 2024 uh, season, we have six commitments already. Um, Jonathan Morris, like I said, from Fairfield, Connecticut, uh, defensive back, safety. Um, then, I, then we went through Darren McLaughlin, offensive lineman from Park Ridge, New Jersey. Uh, Cole Wilver, the quarterback from, uh, from Texas. Um, like I said, rated a three-star by Rivals, a four-star by ESPN. And ESPN as in the 12th ranked quarterback in the country. Then we had Clemens Richter uh, tight end from Germany who's who's playing in Massachusetts this year and then our previous two commitments defensive end Cooper Ackerman from Shrewsbury, Massachusetts a three-star guy a really big addition there and then our first commitment was linebacker Caleb Stewart from Hollywood, Florida a uh, two-star linebacker commitment that we got back in March so like we've been, doing, we've been doing really well um, over the past week or so when it comes to uh, our recruiting commitments, and I could see some more coming. Um, maybe even as early as the classes of 25 and 26, we could be, we could be getting a commitment or two soon. Um, I, I've spoke to at least one 2026 uh, offer that we have out there who is going to be visiting shortly. Um, in the next few days, in fact, that could be a commitment. I will not, uh, say that, that athlete's name is that that's his personal business and his opportunity to put that out there, not me. So, um, now I'm going to go into my, into the special teams breakdown. Of course, this breakdown, uh, smaller list of guys, obviously we go punter, kicker, and long snapper in this. We're not like breaking down every, we're not going to break down the gunners and everybody else that's out there on the field that would take entirely too long and who knows who they're going to put out there you never know Um, but let's go ahead and start with the kicking position just because we have two really good kickers on this roster in no rulis and joe mcfadden Um, mcfadden was the starter in 2021 at both kicker and punter Um, he's a redshirt sophomore from grapevine texas hails from the great South Lake Carroll High School, which look them up and look at the NFL guys that have been produ- produced from that high school and your jaw will drop. Uh, but McFadden, like I said, 2021 handled both kicking and punting. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL last offseason and missed all all of the 2022 season. But he's back and ready to go. I mean, we're, we saw him a little bit in the spring and uh, it, it's exciting to see... Um, what he could do this year. Um, I'll give you his stats from the 2021 season. He was 12 of 17 on field goals, along of 47 yards. He did have two blocked. And then from a punting perspective, he punted 61 times, had nearly a 40 yard average, along of 56 yards, and had 14 down inside the 20 yard line. Uh, our other kicker, Noah Rulis, uh, junior from West Hartford, Connecticut, uh, from Hall High School really stepped up and was tremendous last year 12 of 16 on field goals, a long of 54 yards i think we all remember that one that was a heck of a kick he did have one block last year and he had three tackles on special teams last year uh, whoever wins that job i mean we're set up to have a really really good kicker because um, both these guys can can uh, are weapons uh, we saw that last year with no way Rulis. I, th- I think when mcfadden went down we were a little concerned like, oh, are we going to have some issues in the kicking department? And, and we did not. We exceeded tremendously. And I, I'm just as intrigued as everybody else to see who the starting kicker will be. I think either way, we're in good hands. Uh, looking at the punting situation, uh, the starter will clearly be George red um, Redshirt junior from Delano, California, went to Loyola High School. Uh, last year, it's 67 punts. Nearly a 40-yard average along a long of 55 yards, 19 and ins- down inside the 20-yard line. Um, I remember in the Myrtle Beach Bowl watching him just boom kicks. I mean, he was just absolutely crushing the ball. So we know he's got a heck of a leg and can can handle this. Um, really looking forward to see him moving forward though as as the leading punter. Um, other punters on the roster: uh, Bruno Perlicini. A redshirt freshman from selton connecticut went to fairfield prep last year in 2022 he did ha- record two punts a 23 yard average um, statistically that was listed on the uh the yukon website and then the other punter uh freshman true freshman seth turner from melbourne pennsylvania great valley high school i could see uh a potential redshirt in his future just uh obviously to preserve a year of eligibility and then our long snapping situation, obviously last year we brought in Tommy Zozus from FIU, and he did a tremendous job, and he's got a pro future ahead of him. Um, but the two guys we have um, on our roster now, Nele Upadehalu, I know I probably butchered that, but he's a redshirt sophomore from San Jose, California, went to IMG Academy. I had the privilege to meet his dad at the Michigan football game last year. Comes from a great family. I'm really looking to see what he can do this year um, with the position um, in his hands. Uh, Should be. I'm not going to say he will definitely be the starter, but I I imagine that he will be. And then there's uh, the other long snapper, uh, Zach Christenet, who uh, is a true freshman from Norwalk, Connecticut, Norwalk High School. Uh, glad to have him obviously you want to have as many in-state guys as you can we got plenty of them in this department as you can see Um, one thing that was intriguing to me is we we initially had the addition of long stacker snapper austin sullivan um, transferring in from minnesota kind of like what tommy zozus did he was going to have one year of eligibility to play but he has since uh I don't know the reason, but taking all taking all of the, his UConn stuff down off of social media, he's not listed on the roster, so I think it's very apparent that he's not coming. My guess is the scholarship he was going to have went elsewhere. And uh, again, I I don't know that for certain. That's just what I'm guessing. Um, but the uh, that's that's what the the uh, special teams unit looks like. I think, like I said, the kicking position. We 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 got a it's it's a fantastic decision to make between two good kickers. So I'm really excited to see that the punting position, we're in good hands with George Kerriton. The long snapping position, we got uh, two guys who haven't played, uh, but of course the only time that you ever know notice the long snappers when they screw up, which is which is unfortunate because those guys work their butts off to where be where they're at and work their butts off to to uh, be a part of, of every program at every level of college football. Um, so these, those guys should definitely be recognized as well. Um, but again, that that's my special teams breakdown here. Again, uh, that that's going to conclude the episode. I, I, I know you guys are used to seeing me and Justin banter back and forth a lot, but again, uh, p- please be in prayer for Justin. Just, we just pray for his, uh, just that everything goes smoothly that he just has a clear conscience and, and a clear mind and just is at peace with, with what's going on in his life. And, uh, hopefully he will be back with us, uh, very soon before we know it. But until then you got me on this episode, looks like probably me next week. We'll see, we'll see what we have to talk about. Hopefully we got a couple more commits to talk about, um, some more offers of course, coming from these camps and moving forward. Then of course I'll take you guys' questions and answers like I always do. But as always, thank you, Husky Nation, for the support that you give me and Justin um, for for our work that we do here on this show. It's it's a it's truly a blessing to be able to talk about this football program and give you guys a bit of an insight into into uh, what's going on. I mean, it, it's we, I know Justin and I are, are so appreciative of the coaching staff and and the players for being so. Uh, f- Open and communicating with us and it's it, just a fantastic group of people from top to bottom um, on on the roster and the coaching staff it's second to none and uh and, and the fans as well you guys are amazing so thank you always for the support uh please feel free follow me personally at coach underscore b will on twitter then of course the podcast twitter account at tt tnt college foot one please like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast Everybody have a good day. God bless. Hey, guys. Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Back on. I forgot to mention something uh, from a- another addition to the roster that just happened last last night, yesterday evening, afternoon. Uh, when the roster was released, uh, linebacker Kevon Jones was added to the roster. Uh, Redshirt Junior uh, from Riverdale, Georgia, went to Dutchtown High School, was uh, six foot two hundred and fifty, so great size at the linebacker position. But he's transferring in from Georgia Southern. Um, he was originally at Florida State in twenty twenty, um, then spent two years at Georgia Southern, twenty one and twenty two. Um, dealt with some injuries last year, so didn't play a ton. In twenty twenty one, he saw his his best season. He had twenty six tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble. Um, so, a, a guy moving forward who definitely looks the part. I mean, he is a he is a Good-looking prospect, a, a big linebacker who who should give us that extra punch that we need. I think we were all in agreement. I mean, I know Justin and I, when we broke down the linebacker position, I know that we were, we were kind of all in agreement that this was a position where, I mean, we knew we got star power, obviously, at the linebacker position, but we needed some more depth. And we've added a couple more pieces, a transfer from Nevada and now a transfer from Georgia Southern to to really give us more depth, which is definitely what we needed. Um, So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Kevon Glenn moving forward on uh, the Husky roster. He's listed at number 17. So I just wanted to add that on here um, before I posted posted the uh, podcast. Just wanted to give you guys the insight on that one. Another addition at the linebacker position as well that just happened yesterday. So, as always, thank you for listening uh, to the show. Much appreciated. Uh, like and subscribe wherever you're listening. And then uh, follow the podcast, Twitter account, at Foot one Everybody have a good day. God bless.